everyone to episode number nine of the VR Pimp Podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Velvet, and in this episode, I'll be speaking with Jean-Claude Arton, who is the Chief Executive Officer at Turpon, a tech company that is currently engaged with the adult industry in an effort to develop and introduce high-quality and user-friendly VR webcams. This is really an interesting discussion for me because I have often wondered why the live cam industry has been so slow to adopt VR technology. It just seems to me that VR is the perfect way for cam users to connect in a more intimate way with their favorite cam model. Now, there have been a few campsites to go in that direction, but the level of success they've enjoyed has been very modest in comparison with what we have seen with the VR porn video sites. But I am hopeful that the cameras Turpon is now bringing to market will be the solution that will help turn the tide and we will start seeing more and more cam models broadcasting in VR very soon. Jean-Claude actually does a really nice job of describing in detail what has been taking place in the VR cam industry so far and how the new Turpon cameras are going to help shape the future of adult entertainment. So without further ado, here is my interview with Jean-Claude. Were you into something else similar before you got into the VR camera, or how did that happen? Yeah, in fact, uh, early in 2000s, in fact, it was even in uh, 99, I, I had a business in real estate. My interest there was to uh, see how virtual reality, or I would say at that time, virtual visit, you know, will impact that uh, business and, and help to make some sales. And what I saw at that time is most of the technology that were used at that time was not so good and uh, it was possible to improve this technology so uh, i started building a company called uh, immersion that go through you know up and down because of uh, unfortunately at that time the 11th september event uh so it was difficult for like for many uh, many startups but we go we go through that and uh, we move the company from france to uh, montreal uh, and now it's uh, one of the key company in uh, the, um, the optic technology for 360 degree uh, imaging. I'm very proud about that company. So that's the way I started in, in that business. So that's the time I was trying uh, the first uh, virtual reality headset. So uh, 15 years before uh, Oculus uh, stories and etc. So it's uh, it, it's kind of a long path uh, where I also develop uh, uh, one of the first, in fact, the, the, technically the first uh, 360 degrees camera for the consumer. Uh, all of that requires a, a lot of uh, liquidities, you know, to uh, to go mass productions. And um, I decided to uh, leave uh, that kind of business. But you know, wh when you have uh, passions and uh, virtual reality, 360 degree immersive uh, technology is uh, is one of my passion. Beside aeronautics, besides uh, biotechs and, and other, you know, I'm kind of a uh, geek uh, when uh, it comes to science. Uh, I had the, the, the opportunity to meet uh, a friend in uh, Montreal uh, who was involved in the adult entertainment and uh, who just, you know, told me, oh, Jean-Claude, you know, uh, you are one of the the experts in uh, in that field. It would be great if you can uh, manufacture a camera for uh, the porn industry. And my first reaction was like kind of uh, no, because you know, uh, I, I'm not from uh, the adult uh, entertainment. I'm, I'm more uh, from the mainstream. In fact, I'm totally from the mainstream. But that, when I when I understood something uh, which is key, uh, and I think that during uh, the questions that you will uh, ask me, uh, I will have the opportunity to address that point. Is that 
adult entertainment, you know, is the answer uh, of uh, a need, which is a physiological need in the bottom of the Maslow pyramid. And that's why many of the technology, such VHS, DVDs, uh, even internet now, uh, have been driven, you know, by uh, the address that people, and when I say people, we are talking not about uh, a few people, we are talking about hundreds of millions of people, billions of people, you know, who have an interest into uh, adult content, that it's a good way for me uh, to bring technology, virtual reality technology, uh, into um, every house. So it can sound like a little bit uh, strange or, or, or weird, but really, my first thinking was that, and uh, when I saw the statistic of live cam industry, uh, I understood that I can do something there. I can bring VR technology. And at that time, uh, so it's, a, it's quite early, it's one year and a half ago, I saw some uh, good concept like uh, Cam4VR, like uh, AlexX. And I was thinking, yeah, uh, maybe the answer, the technological answer is, is not the right one, and, and we can do something. So. Um, I cannot talk about inspiration. I would just say that for me, it's an ongoing process uh, where I'm trying to find a way to democratize uh, virtual reality immersive technology. And I think that with Terpon, uh, I'm very close to that goal. And I was going to say, you know, I saw you last year at the Xbox show in LA and then at the Vegas show, AVN show. And they had some panels there and they had people from the cam industry up there talking about, of course, they didn't, they weren't too excited about VR at the time because I think everybody was asking them VR, VR, VR over and over again. But at the time, at least, they didn't seem like they were too excited about VR. The attitude they gave was more like, yeah, it's going to be good, but it's so far off. We're not really even thinking about it right now. Is that sort of been the response you've gotten from the cam sites or is that changing at all? No, things are changing, you know, and I will take some example in, in the mainstream. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg was super excited uh, when he purchased uh, Oculus uh, for a few billions. It was like if uh, VR will be like the, the, the next uh, revolution. When I say next, like uh, almost like next year, everybody, everybody will want to go VR. And now he is more into, yeah, we have a lot to invest. We already have invested a lot and maybe it will take uh, five, 10 years. So it's really the problem of chicken and egg. Uh, and, uh, you know, in the industry, I discovered a lot of, uh, really a lot of very smart people. Uh, and to my surprise, I will say like a little bit conservative. Uh, it was a surprise for me in, in that, uh, in that market. Uh, you know, what the, what it, it's quite simple. They think that VR content would be very successful when everybody will have glasses, you know, uh, VR glasses. And it's not, it's, 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 it makes sense, make a lot of sense. So, uh, when you understand that the market is not yet ready, you're maybe not too much enthusiastic because you are all business people, you know, to invest and to throw money, uh, you know, away expecting that something will happen. So people prefer to have a certain comfort. I think that it is changing because we see a lot of pressure uh, from customer. Veer uh, movies uh, are, uh, you know, good sellers. Uh, so I, I think that they are 
I think that there is there is a there is a real change, but the pressure also came from uh, models, came from uh, studios who want to take VR. Because one of the things we are doing also uh, since uh, last year, we are demonstrating not at Xbox only. We have demonstrated our technology to uh, several trade shows, and many who were skeptical understood that what we are bringing for 30 bucks. Per, per, per month, which is nothing, is already at the quality that is definitely good enough, you know, to uh, start making money and more, I would say, to start pleasuring uh, the, the final user. So uh, I think that things will evolve fast. Um, the point is, nobody wants to be the first and uh, to make a mistake, but nobody wants to be the last one. So if we reach our goal, I assume that most of the campsite, if not all the campsite, will move to VR uh, within the end of the year or I would say maximum uh, next summer. Oh, that's good news. They did mention the quality of the camera as one of the reasons they weren't getting into VR at the time, but they also mentioned the difficulties with the integration of the cameras onto their platform. Is that something that's been simplified now? Yeah. Everything on the mainstream is also evolving fast. So uh, all the, the problem you have, for example, with uh, the platform Weber TC, uh, which is uh, really good for uh, low latency uh, or almost no latency uh, video communication, uh, will be fixed. Like for example, on uh, on iOS, you still have some uh, some trouble. So uh, many of the technical issues uh, are currently solved uh, by the mainstream industry, by the big manufacturers. So that will be more and more easy to integrate. But uh, I think also that the first experience in this industry, including for the one who are uh, making uh, recorded contents, uh, people are still at the stage where, you know, you have rigs of camera, it's complicated, you need to synchronize all of that uh, and, and to push the content. So on one side, uh, the recording or just tell the more generally the capture of the image, it goes through very complicated devices. And on the other side, the problem of integration is that you you need to address customers who are not necessarily geeks with uh, a complex way to, uh, to, to access uh, VR. I know that many people are claiming that a uh, smartphone is really incredible and it's a great tool uh, for VR. Uh, I personally think it's the worst ever because of the battery problem, because you can get a call, because you want to access to your keyboard. So I think it's interesting because it gives you the opportunity for 15, 20 bucks, uh, 30 bucks maybe to uh, have uh, glasses and to test it. But the problem is, uh, I think for adult entertainment is even uh, bigger. Uh, I think the problem is more about uh, the the payment and the fact to have uh, an app. So if you want to resolve that and to make it uh, with a painless, you try to be uh, fully uh, web, like browser-based technology. And it makes everything more difficult. So with new apps uh, that are uh, not dedicated, especially for the adult entertainment, but that are more general, I think it will be very easy for people to get that kind of content. And by the way, that's what most of uh, the companies who provide uh, recorded content are doing now. 
they are most of the time proposing to upload uh, some mainstream uh, apps uh, to uh, download the video. So it is just a problem of, uh, you know, uh, emerging technology. All of that will be fixed very easily. And what I can tell you, at least on Terpon technology, is super easy to integrate uh, that technology because we have designed that especially for that market. And that's a big difference with all the mainstream camera that you can see popping uh, here and there. Great. You got, sounds like a full solution. You mentioned before Alice X and Cam4, and I think Cam Soda is also doing some VR shows. Do you know exactly how they're doing? I think Alice X is, hasn't been broadcasting for a couple of weeks now. So I just wonder if you have any idea what's going on with those sites. Are they doing well or what's the status there? Yeah, so uh, I think that the best people to talk about uh, their sites are uh, their owner or the, the, the people who operate the, the, their site. But uh, what I can tell you is all of them are pioneers and it's never easy, you know, to be, a, to be a pioneer. Uh, you have to try a business model. You have to try technology. So uh, it is logical that uh, any company, and by the way, uh, even Turpon, you know, we, 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 we had some bump in, on the road earlier this year. So it's not, it's not an easy path. Um, Alisix uh, had made a choice uh, that was uh, to build a campsite, which is a VR dedicated campsite, uh, somewhere in competitions with other uh, campsites. So I don't know if they will change or not their uh, strategy, but I think that one of the difficulty of that platform, uh, beside uh, the choice of green screen uh, technology and to transport you, you know, in uh, in a totally uh, total virtual environment, uh, rather than to be in the in the room of uh, the cam girl. So I, I think that that choice to be like totally independent and to build from zero uh, a platform is something very courageous, but at the same time very risky. So. Uh, I, I hope they will be successful, uh, of course, as everything that can promote virtual reality is good. Now, talking about uh, CAM4, they did a really a great job in terms of uh, marketing. I don't think I will have started uh, Terpon without uh, the marketing success from uh, CAM4. They did it really well. And uh, Ella Darling is, uh, you know, who is uh, the ambassador for this uh, for this business for Cam4. I think they did really uh, a good job uh, in that regard. From the discussion we have with uh, with Cam4, as uh, Terpon want to serve the global industry, we are cross-platform. We are not specifically for one platform or one other. So from the discussion, I understand that now the platform they have is mature enough. To, uh, to be open to uh, more uh, than their own camera. And I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a good way to, uh, to address the market. So I think that CAM4 will be promised to a great success uh, opening that platform to uh, more uh, devices. And now uh, talking about CAM Soda, uh, CAM Soda, you know, uh, everybody in the industry know that they like to make like a marketing splash. They are used about that, you know, Oh, everybody remember that uh, sharks attacks and, and, and many things. I think that they are really uh, looking in that direction seriously. Uh, I will not uh, disclose the, the, the discussions we, we, we have uh, we have together, but I really have the feeling that they want uh, to bring innovations to uh, their customer. And I will not be surprised that they will be a fast mover in uh, in this industry. 
maybe that's not the answer you wanted to have, but you know, it's uh, uh, I, I, I let you uh, have some uh, nice discussion with them, and I'm sure they will have many interesting things to say. Hopefully, everything's going to work out for them. Uh, but let's talk about your current partners, Sky Private and Model Centro, and then maybe if you can mention some others that uh, might be coming soon, or at least an idea of maybe how many you have coming. Yeah, so in fact, it was a very strategic approach. You know, uh, Stan Naman, uh, who is running uh, Model Centro uh, and, and, uh, and a lot of uh, different uh, verticals like uh, the new ones, Super Centro, uh, we will be, by the way, in August uh, in uh, Vegas at the uh, Gentleman uh, Club's uh, trade show. Uh, I think that Stan is, is, a, is a visionary person. He's uh, all time trying to innovate and to, to find a new way to monetize in, the, in this industry. Uh, it was for us a good choice because we wanted to have uh, a platform where it would be possible at least uh, for any models in uh, the different uh, platform, working in different platform, to have access to VR. So uh, Model Central has uh, the capability to broadcast video, but uh, they are launching also now a shop. And that was something very uh, key for us because as the people started to use Instagram at the beginning just for the, you know, for the filters, and it was a cool application, and nobody was thinking it would become like a social media. You know, it's a, it's a step by step. It's a one single use for a product is something interesting when you can expand that. And even if our camera had been designed for uh, live broadcasting, they are pretty good. In fact, they are really good into recorded uh, into recording the video. So that was for us a, a first step to be sure that if we distribute our camera to a live cam model, it will be for them a way to learn how to use the camera, waiting if they are faithful to their platform, waiting their platform uh, to make the, the right move and, and to go VR. So that's why we, we choose uh, Model Central. Sky Privet also is, uh, is Alex is, uh, is a very smart person. He is proposing a efficient and uh, low cost uh, way for models uh, to access uh, to uh, their customers. Uh, and by the way, you know, they were not waiting Sky Private to do that. It just it, uh, Sky Private is, uh, it, I would say, put like more uh, structure uh, around uh, that fact that uh, many models were already trying to communicate with uh, their customers on, on Skype. So it was also a logical choice for us and also a choice for us uh, that makes sense because it gives us the opportunity to test uh, streaming technology as most of the other campsites, in fact, all the other campsites have their own streaming technology when uh, Skype Private uh, is using uh, Skype technology. But to push VR, uh, 3D VR, uh, Skype is not equipped for that yet. So it is uh, necessary to build like a full infrastructure for that. So it was very interesting on a research and development point of view for us. And that's where also we have discovered uh, new technology with very low latency that will be offered uh, to uh, the platform, including for their uh, traditional broadcast. So I would say that it was more for me uh, a rational uh, choice. Now, of course, uh, the top platforms are important for us and uh, the, the young and innovative ones. So 
uh, we I have authorization at least to talk about a few of them. Uh, what I can tell you is that uh, Tripchat is almost uh, ready for that. Uh, they are doing a great job and they really believe in um, in uh, VR and for us as they have behind them uh, Examser. It's uh, it's uh, something I think that will be uh, very powerful. Uh, you know, with Examser uh, behind is definitely a great gate to bring uh, millions and millions of people uh, to discover uh, VR. We have uh, sites, you know, old sites and uh, very powerful like cams.com could definitely have an interest. Uh, we have uh, um, free uh, free webcam. Uh, you know, Eric is uh, is someone who likes uh, innovation, who is following us for quite a long uh, time now. And, and many new sites like uh, Camly Shoes, etc. So I, I will not name all of them. I, I just can tell you that the sites uh, are really considering that seriously. Some of them have put that maybe a little bit later in the time and want to see how it will uh, work for the other one. But when you see like big campsites, for example, like Streamate, you know, uh, like uh, I'm Live, who really have an address, and in the case of uh, Streamate, more than an address, they have developed, and I had a chance to, to uh, you know, to understand what they are doing now. Uh, they are building a very incredible platform, uh, technological platform, streaming platform, uh, that is way beyond uh, what they, uh, they, they, they had before, and that is uh, VR ready. So I'm not telling you that everybody will jump into VR, but what I can tell what I can tell you is that everybody is preparing to be VR ready. Seems like things are changing. This year has been kind of a evolution. You can see the page kind of turning and then hopefully get some new headsets coming out here at the end of this year and, and things will turn around and maybe all the campsites will be jumping into it as opposed to their attitude last year sort of waiting and waiting and waiting. Maybe now it's finally time to jump in. Yeah, it is, but you know, I just want to bounce on on, on that when you talk about the, the headset because it's uh, my purpose of the chicken and egg problem uh, before. What I think will uh, drastically change the market uh, during 2018 and the end of 2017 is uh, the fact that you have now accessible, like somewhere between uh, 100 and 200 dollars. Uh, accessible all-in-one headset, and I think it's the real solution. Uh, what I, what is a all-in-one headset? The all-in-one headset is a headset that most of the time has a, an embedded uh, screen with uh, uh, its own uh, operating system, its own uh, computing uh, system. So, so it's possible to have a headset where you don't need to find an app, you don't need to go uh, here and there. It, it's a uh, it's not for geek, it's for everybody. So you just wear the headset, it has a good battery. Uh, it's supposed to, uh, for the good ones, uh, work well for a long, long period of time. So that will drastically change, uh, change the, the, the way people will, uh, step into, uh, virtual reality. And also you have, uh, the gaming industry. I'm not talking about the high-end game, uh, gaming industry, uh, who is using, uh, headsets uh, like, uh, Oculus, but by the way, Oculus uh, price is uh, decreasing fast, so it's, uh, it's. I think it will open more door. Or uh, HTC Vive. Uh, I'm talking like just like Sony PlayStation. You know, uh, you already have some uh, uh, some providers in the adult industry 
who are proposing uh, VR uh, on uh, PlayStation. So I, I really think that 2018 uh, is, is a key, is, is, is definitely uh, we'll see the tipping point in this industry. So it will be, it will go a lot faster. And I really think that as I said before, like for um, VHS and uh, DVDs and etc., adult industry will be one of the best leverage to bring virtual reality uh, in the family. But it has to be done the right way. And it's why at the beginning, you know, when I started Turpon, and I know some of uh, my friends around was a little bit surprised to say, Jean-Claude, are you not scared that you will, uh, you know, your image will be affected by that, that you will be uh, too much into the porn industry? And I said, no, we are a tech company. And uh, I will qualify us, and maybe you will smile, but more a healthcare uh, company. So we are interested by uh, virtual reality, we are interested by uh, toys, we are interested by technology that can uh, bring pleasure to people. And after that, of course, everybody can, can do whatever whatever they want with, with that kind of uh, tools or toys. But the point is, I started there only for one reason at the beginning, is that I wanted to bring from the bottom of the Maslow pyramid to the top of the Maslow pyramid. It means that you can create motivations to buy or uh, to, uh, you know, to go VR with many people with the sex industry. But at the end of the day, the final decisions will come if they understand that one, it's affordable, so that's the economical point, but more that this kind of tool is useful uh, for the family uh, for education, for many other purposes. And when I understood, you know, that it will be a, a great leverage, I at the same time understood that I need to build two companies at the same time. So that's why I built Immermania, which is totally mainstream, uh, which is uh, for all public, uh, without any ads for adult entertainment or whatever, you know. So that will be there just to educate people how to use headset, how to use why not 360 degrees cameras and etc. And uh, to put a lot of efforts to bring that kind of technology uh, in all family. So talking about family and kids and at the same time having Terrapon, which is delivering uh, hardware to the adult industry, looks like uh, uh, like a frontal split. It's uh, not easy all, all the time. Honestly, I, I'm I'm still thinking you know, what should I do uh, on a personal point of view? I see a lot of potential on uh, on both sides. And I definitely like the people who are working in the, in the industry. They are amazing people. So, yeah, I'm a little bit, and maybe you are one of the first I'm telling that, I'm a little bit at the crossing road, you know, where I will most probably put uh, more of my time on Immermania, which is on uh, on the mainstream side, than in uh, Terrapon. Because also we have, and I cannot disclose that uh, now, but we have great people from this industry joining us. And I know that they will be better than me, you know, to uh, to ride that uh, company and to make Terrapon uh, uh, a big success. So the success of Terrapon and VR uh, in uh, the adult industry will come with more headsets in the family. And I think I can, be, I can bring more headsets into the family, convincing maybe daddy, 
you know, to buy a VR headset because, you know, it's good not for only for him, but it's uh, also good for the family. So I know I'm repeating a lot of things, but, you know, it's that kind of split I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to solve to make that chicken and egg problem uh, to disappear. So I hope it will be uh, successful. I hope people will understand what I'm uh, trying to achieve because I don't think it's uh, like uh, easy and clear for everybody. Well, let's talk a little bit about your cameras. I know you have two different versions, the Hermes and the Artemis. Maybe you can talk about their specs and what users and markets you're targeting with each of those. Yeah, so I would say that uh, the Hermes is uh, is really uh, the camera uh, that the industry needs. Uh, it is a camera, uh, which is a three-key uh, camera, so we have... Uh, a little bit more than 1,500 pixels per 1,500 pixels per eye. So it's a binocular uh, camera. Uh, it covers a field of view of, you of about uh, 200 degrees in order to get a, a very good quality 180. So uh, this camera give a perfect 3D uh, in the front. Of course, on the side, you lose uh, that effect, but fortunately, the human brain is, uh, you know, making, uh, uh, you know, making the trick for you. It is possible also to use the camera uh, both sides, like you can take a picture. It's a little bit, uh, in fact, it's what uh, uh, Cam4 is doing, you know, to create like uh, the back view is a still picture, is a still image, and the front view is a live feed. So it's also possible to do that kind of tricks to have the feeling that you are in a full 360 degree uh, 3D uh, environment, so the camera can perform that. We, when I say it's the perfect tool for the industry, is that we design that camera not as a mainstream camera. So you will not find the the Wi-Fi, the battery, the the memory, the processors, and etc. Uh, because the processor of the computer is a lot better, you know, to perform that. And we put the efforts into having a very good quality uh, sensor. Uh, in, even in the low lights with big pixels, uh, perfect synchronizations between uh, the two uh, the two sensors in order not to have two cameras, but really a camera with two sensors. We we build and we put limitation at three key also for one reasons we don't want to uh, take all the bandwidth you have on a USB tree because you know never know maybe a model will want to print the uh, an encyclopedia. Uh, you know, uh, at the same time, uh, he or uh, she is coming. Uh, of course, it's, it's a joke. But the point is that what we wanted to do is to have a camera you can plug on almost recent uh, computers, and it works without any trouble, without any problem. Uh, the, the last things we want is to build a camera that only an engineer will be able to operate. It should be like plug and play. Period. So. For that, Hermes is a perfect product, delivering a high quality, professional quality, uh, without the complexity of the current uh, professional rigs. The price also is a key. Uh, we put, uh, in fact, we sell that as a service. Uh, we rent the camera $30 per month, uh, and we expect to improve by the time the quality of the camera, but not uh, to bring the price up. We think that at $1 per day, it's reasonable for a professional uh, cam model, it's a very reasonable price, uh, to access to VR. But 
as we are talking since the beginning of this interview, VR is moving and moving fast. The camera is the perfect tool now. Maybe in six months, we will come with a new camera that will be a better tool. And maybe in nine or 12 months, we will come back with another camera that will be again a better tool. So our idea is renting the camera will give us the opportunity to update all the cam uh, models at the same times and to be sure that we will have something global. You know, uh, the time where you were going on the campsites and one camera was like red, one green, one uh, uh, 3-4 uh, ratio, uh, one with uh, uh, panoramic ratio. It's, it's kind of big mess. So I think it's better for uh, the industry to have some kind of standardization. Uh, of course, when it goes into the, the high end than the, the low end, you know, but some standardization. So that's also uh, one of the, the mission we have uh, with our business model. The Artemis, uh, I would say the Artemis is more uh, a demonstration of our capability. It is an expensive camera, a few thousand dollar uh, cost uh, camera. You know, it's a little bit like having a red camera uh, will cost you a bunch uh, comparing to a very good two, 3000 camcorder. But honestly, the difference you will see, you know, the, the price versus the difference of quality is not proportional. So I would say the Hermes is really good. You want to have, uh, you want to make a movie, not, uh, you know, with uh, blasted of light like uh, it is currently, but imagine like uh, a very romantic uh, environment where you want to do like, uh, uh, like a VR classy, uh, uh, adult movie, you can imagine to have candles, uh, light, you can imagine to have uh, a dark environment, like for example, it's less romantic, but uh, for uh, people more into the fetish, uh, and you will keep very high contrast, a very good, a very clear picture. So we have designed this uh, camera for the one who can afford it and for the one who want uh, to be all time uh, one step ahead. Uh, but that will not be our big seller. It, it, it will be more uh, the camera for the elite. Both of those have a 200-degree field of view. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we, you know, recently uh, Google has made a lot of communication, uh, and I'm not surprised. Most of the people are uh, when you put the headset are looking in the front. So at the beginning, maybe they can turn the head uh, around just to to feel that immersive uh, you know that to feel that they are immersed into a in, into a global universe but most of the time they focus on the action and what is in the center and uh, in adult except uh, if you have uh, multiple uh, multiple models and uh, you know around most of the time you will just need to have a, a front view uh, we prefer to put our efforts there. Uh, of course, Terrapon can manufacture a full 360 degrees camera, and I'm not saying that we will not. Uh, maybe we will. Uh, it can make sense. But for the live cam, I don't see uh, I don't see an, an interest uh, for that because I know that the next questions you will have will be most probably what's about 360 degree versus. 180 degree 360 
real video is a waste of bandwidth, waste of pixels. Uh, I would prefer to keep the 180 degrees in the back as a 180 degrees of opportunities where you can have ads, where you can put your uh, UI, UX interfaces and, and et cetera. So that's my vision uh, of the business. And another point is on the technical point of view, it is not true that you can have a perfect stitching with a 360 3D camera for close-ups. It is absolutely impossible uh, and definitely not real time. So in the, the porn industry and in the live cam industry, I will I, I do not need to explain why, but you can imagine that very close, like very close to be very close to the camera. When I say very close, like uh, a few inches from the camera, uh, can make a lot of sense when you want to uh, you know create some. Uh, uh, spectacular uh, reactions from your uh, from people who are watching. So the last things you want is to see a leg which is cut in two, or you know that uh, uh, crazy uh, uh, stitching on a on, on the part of the body. So that that's why uh, I'm not into really uh, pushing too hard into the 360 3D at that time. Are your cameras now in mass production? Are they ready or what's the status there? When we talk about mass productions, uh, it's, it's related. Uh, when you are in the mainstream, when you talk about mass production, you, you talk in 100,000 units or uh, even million units. Uh, so we are not at that at that stage and we will never be at that stage uh, in um, for adult entertainment, maybe for other products and definitely for the headset. But for the camera, we are at the point where uh, we can produce uh, the camera at a very uh, reasonable price. All our industrial uh, tooling is uh, ready. I'm talking about uh, industrial molds and etc. Uh, we can assemble currently uh, 1,000 camera, and uh, we started to uh, to uh, to assemble the camera. Within October, November, uh, we will be most probably somewhere around the 3000 camera uh, that will have been uh, distributed uh, to, at the beginning, selected model that we uh, will uh, encourage to uh, go through our beta testing uh, program. Uh, and before the end of the year, we target to have somewhere more or less 10,000 camera uh, up and running uh, in the industry. So. Comparing to what it is now, where you are lucky when uh, one or two cameras are uh, up and running on some sites, uh, I think it would be a, a big difference as we will equip most of the top studio. In fact, that's a key point. Uh, you know, we were talking about the platform. We have already some platforms who are integrating our technology. What we need is studio and models because they are the first broadcaster. If the first broadcaster and the best broadcaster uh, decides to offer VR as an option, because keep in mind, it's all time an option. Never, uh, I, or I would say not now, VR is not ready to replace traditional video. You will have two streams or one stream that you can use uh, on, on the computer, you know, just like uh, you can use a 360 degree video uh, on Facebook, you know, with your flat screen. So uh, I think it will be all time something which is optional and uh, that customers and models will have to learn to use and to take, you know, like maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes when action starts, you know, at key at key points. But most of the time, people will continue to use the traditional uh, interface. So what I think is, is the key is to have Conquer 
the best studio and best studios are partnering with us. Most of them want to be fully equipped. So I think that it will be also uh, one of the key factor uh, in uh, next year uh, success of the VR in this industry. The timing sounds like by the time AVN show comes around in Vegas, there'll be a bunch of cam models standing around with their Turpon cameras doing VR shows. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we 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 all uh, are working for that uh, for that purpose. I think we just about covered it. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Any future plans you'd like to mention? Yeah, so uh, uh, which is clear for us is that uh, we can't uh, stop with only uh, viewing. Immersive uh, feeling, uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, call it the way you want, because, you know, I, I know that some people have uh, semantic problems about VR, AR, uh, XR, whatever. At the end is that we have the possibility to bring uh, people in an environment which is a teleportation or we can bring something into their current environment but it is only about view we have many other senses so we are working hard uh, to bring haptic technology uh, into the game if i was telling you i'm uh, building uh, solutions for gamers uh, you will ask me okay so uh, have you prepared a vr gun or whatever extension uh, for adults, uh, it will not be a gun, but we definitely need to think about uh, other devices to give feedback and also to, uh, you know, provide uh, feelings uh, to the other one. So toys, connected toys, is definitely uh, the direction where Terpon is going. And if you take a look on our name, on our logo, you will not see VR. And so... What we are also working on is a traditional uh, camera. When I say traditional camera, is a pan, tilt, and zoom camera. Why not some 3D camera, but not necessarily VR? Because again, VR is not something that will replace. VR will be something that will be an option. And if you don't have that option, customers will not be happy. They will want to have the option. They will, have, they will want to have the choice. But beside that, we also want to bring our ability to manufacture uh, grid uh, product and grid cameras for a traditional uh, video stream. The point is that imagine that you can have a device which is a studio, kind of a, um, a video studio, where you can plug different cameras, where it can balance the, you know, the white balance can be done automatically on all uh, the camera, where you can select this camera, that's just this one, like in a real TV studio, with uh, quite a good quality and still at a very affordable price. So that's one of the targets we have also, is, is really to bring a full set of uh, solutions um, uh, in, in the industry. In fact, what we aim uh, to be in, in the future is one of the key technological uh, provider uh, technology providers uh, in the industry, uh, and not necessarily only VR. It's it's more global, the vision we have. Well, I know it's been a long road for you, a lot of hard work, but uh, I know you're going to be a great success. We'll see. We'll see. I, I Honestly, it's uh, we, 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 we crossed some bump in, on, on, on the road. It's uh, We will need to put a lot of efforts on, on, on the financial uh, points. It's not easy to get money into that kind of business, you know, uh, when you are um, associated to um, adult entertainment. So, no, there are what, what I can tell you for sure is that 
the vision we have, the vision I'm sharing with this industry is something that will happen with or without Terracon. But of course, is we are if we are putting so much effort in that uh, company, is because we definitely believe that we we, we will be uh, capable to bring uh, the right answer to to the market. So yeah, uh, let us together make uh, uh, Terracon a success. And together is really the point. Uh, we are doing business for the industry, but we are also doing the business with the industry. And that's why, uh, and I will finish on that point, uh, we are uh, working on a grid plan where we will open our capital uh, to uh, everyone who want to participate to this uh, to this business. As we think uh, it is the kind of business, the kind of technology uh, that can go public. So uh, I'm really focusing into building a company uh, that can go into a major stock market within a year, two years. I don't know uh, as fast as it is possible for sure. I know you're going to be a big success. I'll do my best to promote your product. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. So thank you very much for that. That's uh, it's appreciated. Thank you for your interest. And uh, hopefully we will meet uh, very soon. And many thanks again to Jean-Claude for taking the time and for really giving some great insight into the VR cam industry. It was very interesting to learn about Turpon's unique business strategy because as a tech company with a cross-platform product, they certainly have developed an effective approach in working with some of the major players in the adult industry. Jean-Claude also let me know that Turpon will have a large presence at the AVN show in Vegas coming up in January. I'm sure it will be a great display there, and it should be a perfect time to get together for another interview. And since it's Vegas, I'm betting that we'll be discussing the hugely successful launch of Turpon's cameras. So that's going to do it for this episode of the VR Pimp Podcast. I thank you for listening, and until next time, this is Scotty Velvet, signing off.